This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What song should be banned from the jukebox? 651 641 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Uh, and what song should be banned from the jukebox? That is the question we are asking, Bradley Trainer. Why? Well, it's so obvious. Um, there's a song that has already begun to take over the airwaves. Interest in the song has increased 200% over previous days of this year. And that, of course, is the song by one Mariah Carey, who all she wants for Christmas is you. Oh, we've got some rules when it comes to Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. You will be skipped, uh, or excuse me, it will be skipped if played before December 1st. After December 1st, the song is only allowed one time a night. I just love this because, like, you just know the people at the bar are like, if I have to hear that damn song one more time, because... Every drunk person comes in and is like, ah, oh, let's play Mariah Carey. I feel All like, I want for Christmas <laughs> is you. I feel like they probably would serve more drinks if they played it more. Yeah. I'm just saying that's a strategy, but I also appreciate the strategy that they're employing. So I thought, you know, everybody's got that song that gets overplayed on the jukebox. If you were the owner of the bar... What's the song that you're like, if I have to hear the damn song one more time, I'm going to go crazy. 651-641-1071. Give us a jingle jangle. Jingle, of course, this particular bar, um, uh, again, this was in Dallas. They said, yeah, you're not doing this uh, on our jukebox more than once per night. I think jukeboxes in general are kind of... um, divisive instruments oh for sure because people tend to think they're going to be cute with the jukebox like hey watch this Mm -mm. and then they play a song that was like why did you play that (sighs) have you ever been in a place with a jukebox with my husband no does he hog it oh yeah uh and just to make matters worse he wants to be a dj he loves to dj every experience it's we've talked about it we've worked on that a little bit because um i've explained to him how important it is that like Everybody gets their songs heard <laughs> in a moment. And he's he's toned it down a little bit. But I'll tell you the most dangerous thing is these touch tunes, which has an app. So you don't have to like go. Oh, you don't feed even have any. to leave. He sits yeah, so at nobody the knows table. who the fool is who just put Katy Perry on blast. It's my husband. Yeah. And you can pay to get your song to the front of the line. Oh my god. Really? It's terrible, you guys. It's yeah. really a bad that is, situation. That is a passive aggressive uh person's approach uh to playing music again i just think it's divisive like anytime you walk into a room and expect that you're gonna you know set the tone with your music our lives 
But, um, but I do think there are songs more than others that tend to, um, you know, drive people up a wall. Yeah. So six five one six four one one zero seven one. What's the song for you? I will say I looked through um, a bunch of lists online and. They all kind of agreed on a lot of the same songs. So, Holly, feel free to throw some of these in. Um, because while you might think, hey, on an off day that I heard the song, it's amazing. When you hear the song constantly, I will tell you, I love Adele. But there was a point at which every time I walked into a store during the holiday season, she they were playing. They were playing. Um, no, it was that one about the rolling in the deep. Oh, yeah. Rolling in the deep. And like. I thought I was going to lose my mind, and I actually love Adele, but that song, if I had to hear that song one more time, Mm -hmm. I would lose it. So, what's that song for you? I don't know, Colleen, if you have any particular songs that meet that criterion. Uh, I do. 651-641-1071. What song should be banned from the jukebox? For me, it's, and I love this artist, don't get me wrong, it's Don't Worry, Be Happy. Yeah, well, that happy, like, I don't hear that too much, but I get your point, like... You don't want to hear that more than once. No, 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 no. Thank you very much. Speaking of happy, there was a song that kind of um, hit a particular mm, high note and it seemed to be everywhere constantly. And to this day, when I hear it, I'm like, oh, my God, again, great song the first time. Yeah, but okay, great song the first 20 times. Mm -hmm. But the 3000th time that I hear this happy song. We have a caller. Steve is on the line. Steve, what song should be banned from the jukebox? Hi, Steve. Friends in Low Places by Garth. Oh, oh my God. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. You know, thank you, Steve. Just for you, uh, do we have that song? You know Good. what, Garth Brooks I'm fine with it. really blocks his Good. stuff from being accessible. I'll sing you, it Garth. for you. I got friends in low places. But I got a country one to add. Oh, This song, do not play it around me. I'm with you, Holly. Bomb.com. Big time. Big time. 651-641-1071. What song should be banned from the jukebox? I got friends. Well, the part of the problem with that one and the one we just listened to is the drunker people get, the louder they oh, want to sing also, badly. Can, also, can we do the, what's the, not the Neil Diamond, is it Neil Diamond? Uh, Sweet Caroline. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> and everybody thinks like they are the expert Sweet Caroline singer. Mm-hmm. Like we haven't all heard this song 5,000 times. We can all do the things. I will say the fun time to do that is at a Neil Diamond concert. And outside of that, yeah, performing it is, is like, not I, necessary. I'm going to Neil Diamond concert. When did that start? Why, you know what? what hold was on, the there's a singer, wasn't it? Well, no, there's a baseball team. Is uh, it, I think it isn't it the Boston Red Sox. I think you're right. Yeah, but like, why? Um, that is a great. I I want. Why do they? Why? There's a whole YouTube about why? this. Uh, why do they sing "Sweet Caroline" at baseball games? Uh, the uh, famous tradition. There's a whole story. Okay, great. It well, doesn't. You, I don't, you don't need to, to know. know. I'll pick it up later. Uh, I don't need it started to listen with to a, that podcast. It started with a baby named Caroline. We're done. Okay, okay bye. Let's go to Corey. Let Corey have the last word. Bye, Corey. Corey. No, Corey hung up. Bye, Corey. Um, okay, fine. That's it, then. I think that Corey song was My Sharona by the Knack. That's a good one. Another one, because it's so damn long, The Day the Music Died. 
American Pie. American yeah. Pie is so bye, long. Bye, bye, Miss America. I think bye. that song is 20 minutes. I literally think that is a 20 minute song. Drinking whiskey and rice. Singing this will be the day that I die. Hey, do you guys want to um, feel a little pukey and eye rolly when we come back? I mean, sure. Why Great. not? Great. We're going to get the gooper scoopers together. We got some goop to scoop. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yep. After this on My Talk 1071. Oh, whenever we talk about Gwyneth Paltrow, um, we have a little ditty we like to play on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Um, and I've just gone through. Okay, well, just let's roll that beautiful bean footage. Okay. Any minute. Here comes Here the there it is. I almost said <laughs> Jonas. I was like, no, no, no. Find you stuff that's dumb on Goopa, scoopa, goopa, scoopa. That's just what they do. Goopa, scoopa, goopa, scoopa. there's always stupid stuff on Goop. So, um. What's Gwyneth Paltrow up to this time? Wall Street Journal did a little profile of our friend Gwyneth Goop, oh, wow. Goop herself. And I've just taken the liberty of combing through it to find the most eye roll worthy. Oh my which, God, do you subscribe to the Wall Street Journal? I do. Oh, okay. Because uh, it's behind, it's behind a, paywall. a paywall. Yeah, I do. So I, um, I've gone through and I found, and trust me, it was difficult to narrow it down to just a few eye rolly moments. Um, but we'll start at the very beginning. And this is a home game. You guys can play along if you'd like. Um, the article starts like this, the profile of Gwyneth Paltrow in the wall street journal, which by the way is headlined Gwyneth Paltrow's secret to having a very clean mouth. Okay. Uh, okay. Jeez. Can't wait. She's like a literal clean mouth or oh, like not swearing. No, what? a literal clean mouth, which by the way is why I clicked. So good headline writing. Thank you. Wall Street Journal. On Mondays, Gwyneth Paltrow wakes up at 6.30 a.m. and goes straight to her sink where she does an... Anyone? It was very, very, very popular enema? a couple of years ago. A mouth enema? It's sort of like a mouth enema. Oh, she puts coconut oil in her mouth. Oil she pulling. does an oil yeah. pull. Which ah. we've heard from actual dentists does not actually do anything and is <clears throat> actually a way to introduce bacteria into your mouth. So, she puts a big scoop of minty coconut oil in her mouth and swishes it around for 10 minutes while she goes out about her uh, routine. Now, uh, she says, I love it. She says, you do that, and then you have a tongue scraper, and wow, your mouth feels super fresh in the morning. I just brush my teeth. My mouth tastes super fresh after Mm -hmm. I brush my teeth with toothpaste. Bradley, that is not an ancient Ayurvedic. How do you say that? Ayurvedic. Ayurvedic, thank you. But she's not not a practitioner of Ayurveda, so I don't know why she's... You know, when it adopting comes, other people's uh, cultural practices. When it comes to oil pulling, she is. Okay. Right. Um, so after she does Thanks, Gwyneth. 10 minutes so of evolved. swishing the oil in her mouth to get her mouth clean. Now, by the way, that is the end of the cl- mouth cleanliness portion of this profile. So the next thing she does after she swishes for 10 minutes oh, with what, coconut uh, oil. Uh, also, what? I know. This is literally an article about her mouth? No, it's actually the not. Journal? The first two sentences are about her mouth, and then it goes on to talk about other stuff. Okay. So now we're done with the mouth cleaning all portion right. of the article. But then, sure. did she brush her teeth at all? She no, didn't say that. She, she said do she that. just she does an oil pull. She goes straight to her sink and does an oil pull and then scrapes her tongue. That's what she says. Okay. Then, 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 after 10 minutes of swishing oil in her mouth, she and her husband, I cannot, I'm going to vomit. 
She and her husband, Brad, no, Brad Falchuk, do 20 minutes of transcendental meditation. Okay. All right. Together. It's the secret to their success. And you guys, Mm -hmm. as you know, because we've read it before, she's still in the honeymoon period with her husband. Yeah, they're having hot sex constantly. It's probably because of the transcendental meditation. I'm a failure at life because I just use toothpaste and um, I'm fine with my relationship where it's at. So... I guess I'm, so you're, I'm losing. Are you saying you don't do transcendental <laughs> no, meditation? No, and I guarantee that she doesn't either. And whatever she thinks she's doing is not actual. Look, I don't care what people do, but the, it's the pre- presentation of this thing as though she's somehow more elevated. Mm-hmm. And you too can be this elevated if you give her all your money. Right. Like that's what's so galling about it. It's not that I resent or actually think there's anything wrong with exploring new and different things. And like, doing things differently and like reading about something or you listen to a podcast and you're like, oh, I'm going to try that sometime. But then you like actually figure out, oh, you just want me to buy your product. So this is no different than like when Colgate does a commercial and I go, oh, I want that toothpaste. It's just advertising. Right. That's all this is. Right. Is parting you from your money and making you feel like you're failing at life without the help of whatever product she's shilling and the products she's shilling are just attempting to make you feel like, you know, like you're less Rich than. and fancy like her. Right. And that you need to be fixed. Yeah. Um, okay. Which so, is, you know, to be fair, what everybody does. But but she, hers is like, you know, but mine doesn't smell bad. Okay. So we're going to get there because there is definitely a push like that. But I wanted to tell you a couple things before we get to sure. how we can be more like Gwyneth. Enlighten me. So the next thing she talks about is the fact that um, she doesn't. Like, they ask her, how do you take your coffee? I'm like, that's actually a decent question. Do it. Go. Go. Do it. Say it. She puts MCT oil in her coffee. Actually, she if she does, she doesn't say it. Does she put adaptogenic mushrooms in her coffee? Well, okay. I want you guys both to stick a pin in what you just said, because that will show up later. But for as far as her coffee is concerned, she, she says, I take my coffee with cream. Or if I'm being healthier... Everyone drinks a different alternative milk in our house. So we have a macadamia nut creamer oh that God. I like. Oh and my God. daughter likes almond milk. Oh, God. I mean, Great. 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 I like Cottonelle. Do you want to know what, what uh, Jamie prefers with? to wipe his butthole with? No. <laughs> I don't think you care. <gasps> All the way there. <laughs> I mean, no, but you're right. It's just so ridiculous. Why are we pretending that's anything other than what this is? Okay, so next. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said butthole. Okay, so the part that I wanted to stick a pin in, the reason I'm sort of rushing forward is because I want to make sure I get this out. Get it. The interviewer, and I feel like I would like to send that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm a note and say th- you walked directly into the pit of snakes when you asked the question, do you take any vitamins? Oh, God. Ready? Here we go. Oh, boy. This is, by the way, Gwyneth Paltrow talking about how she starts her day. (sighs) Oh, yes. So the next thing I do is work out. Then I'll have a smoothie and vitamins after my workout. It's not even really a full smoothie. I'll put some matcha tea powder and some powdered ginger and turmeric in. And then I put one of our Goop Jeans collagen packs and also our microbiome gut microbiome gut super powder. And then I'll put almond milk and ice. And that's what I take with my vitamins. Can we get that Why? eye roll? Can we just get the eye roll? I mean, I mean good on you for the spot. That was a lot of spawn con in one but, sentence. She pushed a lot out right there. And again, great. I'm glad you're being healthy. But guess what? You can actually achieve all those things that you think you're achieving with actual food that you can eat, that you can just like make and eat. You don't need to spend umpty food dollars on things. But by all means, I get it. I spend money on things No, other people don't want to waste their money on. That's fine. But like most people don't care. Yeah, and also most people don't have make money off other people yeah. buying the stuff that you're buying. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Oh, when we come back, as if that wasn't bad enough, we're going to get to some celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-Bags. We're going to tell you all about them when we come back after this on My Talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. And uh, we have a name for them, and that name is... D-Bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your D-Bag? Shanna Mochler. It's kind Shanna of a... Shanna Mochler. It's kind of a mild D-Bag, but it's a little bit like, honey, I think that you maybe might want to tone down what you're doing this is the ex of travis barker correct, correct. Okay. exactly who is now the current betrothed to courtney kardashian yes All right. travis barker is shanna mochler of course is um her jealousy is showing so apparently um she she wants to own so travis barker and chloe kardashian one of their halloween costumes was uh was a send-up of true romance which is a quentin tarantino film okay well, apparently, Shanna Mochler wants to own that with Travis Barker. That was like a bonding moment in their relationship. They both love that movie. Apparently, they named their daughter after somebody in that movie, as one does. Okay. 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 Great. So, uh, somebody... I would not name my child after anything Quentin Tarantino did. I mean, Sorry, that's my opinion only. Right. Uh, anyway, um... So somebody, uh, did I say, did, what movie did I, did I say True Romance? Okay, yeah. good. I wanted to make sure I said the right movie because I don't depend on my tongue all the time. Anyway, uh, somebody, some, a fan, so fans were commenting about their costume, meaning Travis and uh, Courtney. Courtney's, and somebody was <laughs> like, can I just say how completely odd I find it that Travis is bonding over the movie True Romance when that was you and his thing when you were married? Oh, God. I hate these people. Hopped on Instagram and saw their photo shoot, and it's Who so weird. Who jumps into somebody else's comments and does that? Did you see what this person is saying right? about you? And then Shannon Mulker responds, it's like an episode of Punked. So, what? I just, like, she feels like she's being punked. 
Okay. I just want to say, like, Shanna. Not your wife anymore. Guess what? He's moved on. Yeah. And I and you think too. you wanted that, right? Like, I think that that's what you wanted. Yeah. So, like, let let go. Let it go. Let it go. Adele Dazeem it. Adele Dazeem that relationship. Mm-hmm. Let him be a fool with Courtney. I mean, uh, also, she's probably delighted by all the headlines she's getting out of this, because I don't know that I ever knew what a Shannon Mochler was, but I do now. Yeah, the only, I mean, like, the only reason that any, like, they had a reality show together. And I think she's, like, a former Miss USA or something. Pageanty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, she was, like, sort of middling, but he sort of brought her up to um, superstar level. Well, not even, to star level. And now, I mean, she just, like, girl, tuck it back in. Tuck the jealousy back in. Deal with that at home. You don't need to spill it out on the Instagram. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. It just doesn't make you look great. Mm. Yeah, it's okay to have the feelings. Just have them not on Instagram. Yeah, don't make yourself look petty. Yeah, that's the end of my story. Thank you uh, for coming. You're welcome. Who's and your d bag? My d bag uh, are these dumb comic terrorist people. What's- so I saw this article over at TMZ, and I was like, "Are you kidding me right now?" So apparently the LAPD has been called in to provide security to illustrators and production staffers who created the latest iteration of Superman. No. Why? Well, I guess this protection comes after a major backlash wherein people were not pleased with the comic's sexuality. It's It's a comic. You're like, what? Apparently, comic book readers were not pleased with the fact that a comic book indicated that perhaps the son of Superman is bisexual. So that's John Kent, by the way, son of Clark and Lois. Um, He might be starting a same-sex relationship with a friend in forthcoming issues. There were some drawings released of them kissing, which apparently led people to go so far as to threaten the safety of the people who drew these pictures on paper of f- fictional people. Yeah. And you know, mm, that has happened before, but it's usually for more high stakes experiences. We're talking about Superman mm-hmm. kissing a man. So I would just like to make those people my D bag today um, because it's a comic. It's not real. And um, if you're, so easily threatened by Superman's kid kissing another boy. I mean, I just don't know how you go out in the world anymore. I mean, have you seen you the must, rest of the world? This is like the tamest thing I've ever seen. You must not go out in the world anymore. Yeah. Mm. Also, I don't read comics, so I don't really know anything about comic-y things. I just feel like, you know, I just, you know, I comics okay. are people too. I'm going to say something. That's dumb. So what I mean by that is that they're going to say whatever, you know, they're going to be just like uh, the people around us. Why would you expect that people in the comics would be any different than humans around us? What right. were you going to say? Oh, I just was going to say, like, I I'm, I know I'm, I recognize how dumb this sounds, but it's because I didn't, I don't understand comic book culture. I was like shocked to find out that the comic books have sort of an ongoing 
like story. I don't, I know this sounds ridiculous, but like an ongoing storyline. Like, I just thought like, it was like Superman, and then they'd be like, he "Here's did a, a thing." Here's and then a it's thing. Yeah, no, but oh, it, no, but it's like no, it's, it's like a, a soap opera. It's a universe. That's why yeah. people feel yep. so protective of this. Which I, as a fan, I understand. But like, toxic fandom is an actual thing. And mm-hmm. at this point in the year 2021, I just feel like if you look around outside, there are far more things to get like animated about. I mean, you really should never threaten the life of anyone for any reason, but. Like, of the things that are going to be so animating, an actual animation? I don't know if that's the thing. Right. Yeah, and there are also, in the comics, for example, DC Comics, since we're there, there are multiple titles involving the same character, but that same character is living completely different storylines. Yeah, because there's, like, there's multiverses, right? Like, there's different lines of... Sometimes, yes. And then sometimes there are just different, you know, iterations of the same character. For example, Batman. There is a comic called Batman. But then there's also a comic called Detective Comics, which is also about Batman. But it's more like Batman the detective, it's not Batman, Batman the superhero. Oh, my goodness. But then they kind of, you Is know, there a gay Batman one? Because this one, I think, falls in that category. Yeah. Or I'm sorry, like, I wouldn't. Batman. I would not be surprised if there's not Superman, a whole Superman. other... You know, I also fan fan. I don't know, fiction e thing. There's like they they got people doing all sorts of porny things from cartoons. I'm mm-hmm. just saying, you can oh. Google some weird stuff. Man, I well, I used to work at a Simpsons. comic book store. Did you really? Yes, in college for and? a semester, and going off of Bradley's. Oh, there's porny things going on. <laughs> you know, you see things. <laughs> Yeah. And people are doing things. Stuff is happening. And not sometimes not with people, Oof. sometimes with uh, other kinds of things. Yeah. Great. Well, Just, again, you know, it's drawings. Yeah. Most of the time, sure. Well, okay. If that's your thing. If that's your thing and it's, you know, legal, uh, go for it. But... Um, just to be so animated that you literally have to call out LAPD officers uh, and they need to be dispatched mm-hmm. to the homes of people who drew these comics... In this day and age, uh, that just shocks me. And apparently they say um, nothing has happened, but they obviously, in again, in this day and age, you don't want to take any chances. Right. Just because mm-hmm. somebody doesn't seem like, oh, it's probably fine. Like, I mean, what if it's not? And I don't know if you've met the world lately. Right. A lot of things that probably shouldn't happen have happened. It's always better to err on the side of caution yeah. when, you know, there are death threats being lobbed at you. Just yeah. an idea. Yeah, it's true. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, can I just issue a quick <sighs> reminder to our wonderful listening audience? Tomorrow is the official kickoff to Project Down and Dirty Yay! Construction. <laughs> Big equipment. Um, Friday. Here's the other thing you should know. Like, you can start donating now. It's not a big deal. Yeah, oh, no. Everybody's doing We're it. We're actively mm-hmm. uh, collecting your contributions. And then, you know what? Like, uh, make your contribution. It's done. And, and you, you next time we ask, you can be like, I did it already. I already did that. Yeah. Uh, and just so you do know this, we have a matching sponsor on the Colleen and Bradley Show. And it is our friends at Hero Home Services. We're going to be talking with, uh, who are we talking We're talking with somebody from... Nicole from Hero Home Services tomorrow. Um, and I'm so grateful to them. And you're going to love Nicole. So we'll have a great chat tomorrow. I'm very excited. But if you want to get a head start to Bradley's point on donating, and then you can check it off your list. And then, you know, when we're asking you in the coming days, you can be like, I already did that. And tell your friends. I did that. 
that. It's so easy. I mean, you can like share it on social media and urge other people to do it. It's just like a big community thing because we do Project Down and Dirty for charity. And our charity is Minnesota Academy of Science. And we're uh, telling you very specifically about the FORCE program. I know you've been hearing us talk about it. And we will continue to talk about Minnesota Academy of Science and the FORCE program, fostering opportunities and relationships in STEM education. And we are very excited to be raising money for them. Please help us do so. Yay! Yay! Also, if you haven't already gotten your tickets, you can get tickets mm-hmm. at mytalk1071.com. And tomorrow, uh, you will hear the fun begin. We just got our schedule. And yes, I understand the other shows this morning were talking about how we didn't have a schedule. Our show is celebrating the fact that, the fact that we have a schedule. And we know that we're going to be getting well, we have a schedule some for machinery. Tomorrow. Yes, for tomorrow. One day. Yes, we have one, one day schedule. Yeah. We'll take it. We'll take it. We'll go day by day. And it's going to be fun. We're going to be getting on the machinery tomorrow. And I'm very excited. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we got to head over to Clapback Corner. Uh, we have a celebrity clapping back. Her name is Candace Cameron Bure. We'll talk about it after this on My Talk 1071. Oh, we're headed to the corner, the clapback corner on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hello. And who's in that corner, Bradley? Oh, it's my favorite, Candace Cameron Bure. Actually, I think her name is Candace Cameron Bure, but she is a frequent flyer on Clapback Corner. So Clapback Corner is basically that thing where celebrities, or I should say it's a location wherein celebrities show up and they're like, okay, troll, I see you and I'm going to clap back at your face. So I'll show you who's in charge and she's clapping back. Well, I mean, this is her thing. She claps back a lot. She's really clappy. Yeah. And this is a way that celebrities get attention. And people in life in general, Mm -hmm. people with social media love to do this thing where they're like, okay, troll, I'll bite and make you the uh, theme of my conversation for the day. Can't, and then it gets clicks and you get likes and clout and all that thing. It's it's a thing. It's a thing. Candace Cameron Bure, and I saw this headline over at the page six because they love Leah Bitsky over there. She loves to follow the Candace Cameron Bure beat. We should send her some like flowers or an apple basket Wilton or something. flowers, yeah. yes. Maybe some tuna packets. That's good. That, have, that are open. Candace Cameron Bure uh, slams criticism over her family's wedding outfits. How dare they complain about her family's wedding outfits? <laughs> Rude. Right? Like that's the the like, the idea. You you know, she was she was unfairly attacked. Okay, so the story goes, Candace Cameron Bure doesn't want any unsolicited fashion advice. Thank you. She just posts fashion on social media for people to have opinions, but only if they're the right opinions. She's 45 by the way. She's got a 23-year-old daughter who uh raised eyebrows apparently on Saturday. When they showed off some red dresses in a family photo, a color that many guests steer clear of at a wedding, everyone knows. Uh, One post. I'm sorry. I'm stuck on that. Yeah. What? What? You can't wear red at a wedding because that is uh, that's like slutty or something. I don't know. I don't know. This is not real. (laughs) (laughs) I love that you're like taking it seriously. Like, is that a well-known thing? I've heard the white. Yeah, white for sure, but red? Let me just share what one... Okay, fine, 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 fine. I'm going to tell you the story. Okay. One person commented on the actress's post. Again, the post was of her wearing a red dress at a wedding, okay? Um, Supposed to avoid red at weddings. It's a power color stealing the spotlight from the bride. 
said one person on social media. Well, by all means. But Cameron's... Get ready to clap. <laughs> disagreed, clapping back. Different style rules in L.A. Winky emoji. Ooh. Okay. I'm going to smack down your medical America opinion. I'm sorry. I don't know which one is bitchier. Other, <laughs> others were quick to point out that the patriarch... <gasps> I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Which, like, that's an interesting choice of words for <laughs> Candace Cameron Bure. The patriarch Valeri Bure, that's her husband, and the couple's son Lev wore dresses or excuse me, wore dress oh, shoes. I was like, that would be headline news. <laughs> that would be. Uh, no, they wore dress shoes without socks. <gasps> the n- one That's troll very wrote, big in LA. hold on, hold okay. on. One troll wrote, the no sock look is a no for me, to which Candace Cameron Bure, do we have a slap sound effect? Uh, we need to get one because okay, she really slapped this person to the street. It was more of a slap back than a clap back. Yay. Yeah. Uh, the no sock look is a no for me, one troll wrote, to which Candace sarcastically responded, Thanks for letting us know. <laughs> she went on to write that her family has a different opinion on the sock and shoe debate before outright slamming another follower who called the look very unattractive. You know, she responded to that unattractive quote saying, comments like this are unattractive. Ooh, sick burn! There it is. People enjoy style in different ways. It's not always necessary to share your opinion. Okay, girlfriend, that... I love the fact that this grown-ass woman stopped what she was doing to respond to some two-bit trolls on Insta Mm -hmm. and then gets headlines out of it. I bet she wasn't even wearing. It's working. Do you not have anything else to do? Actually, no. No, you're you're right. (laughs) What were you gonna say there, Hollis? You bet she's not even wearing what? Pantyhose. Oh my gosh. Well, she's not. Look at you. Can see their toes. Mm. Um, Other people did call her out for just the general way she presents herself online. What quote? Your account is too perfect to be real. I love that you post nothing but happy smiley pictures, but in all reality, if you were to post reality and not always try and be the pillar of society, you would be a vessel of God to more people. Okay, so... Okay, things I never <laughs> want to hear anybody say to anybody. Well, I just don't like... I don't need to ever hear the, the words vessel, vessel of, of God. God. That's a little much. <laughs> she swiftly wrote back, get your slap. Oh, get ready. Instagram is everyone's highlight reel. Don't we all know that by now? I'm always honest, but let's get real. Most people don't want to hear about everyone's hardships and problems. I mean, what's going on here, people, is attention-seeking behavior. If you're responding to trolls in the comments, you want as much attention as they want. Yes. Clap it! (laughs) 
So <laughs> we're clapping back at her clapping. Yes, yes, I will make a segment out of you making getting attention from these trolls. So we are trolling you or trolling us. I don't know. Well, obviously, it's getting to her in some tender place. No, well, yes, I think it does probably get to her in some form or fashion. But I also think it's this behavior that we have encouraged. Now, this is where my personal opinion takes over. And I realize everybody's entitled to their opinions. Just like, I don't care that she's doing this. She's entitled Uh to have these opinions. But what it says to me is that when you have a habit of doing this, you really are interested, as we know, celebrities are in getting attention for the things that you're doing. And she like. We we see these articles all the time, which right. is why I've included this in, you know, our facetious clapback corner segment, mm-hmm. because this is like an actual thing that celebrities oh, do. Yeah. Right. And so I think she understands that when she does clap back, she is going to get attention for it. And when you're an actress in Hollywood who's trying to get a job on the Hallmark Channel right. and other places, you know, not a bad thing to look like you're standing up for yourself and having strong opinions rooted in love and faith do you think she has she's trying to do a google alert on herself and after the day after these clapbacks when she's pouring her coffee in the morning and sitting down with her you know delicious i don't know bowl of berries because she probably eats a very healthy breakfast yeah, yeah no caffeine uh, no caffeine you're right it's probably it's probably not even coffee it's, it's some she sort just, of, does she do transcendental do think, meditation like when culture? maybe but do you think she just sits down and scrolls through her google alerts and is like mm-hmm Yes, I've done it again. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure she has somebody who has a spreadsheet for her that has clapback well, metrics. Right? I would just like to impl- uh, to remind you, though, that if that is in fact the case, she's coming for us. Well, you're probably right. I mean, it's only a matter of time because we have created a segment on a radio show that mentions her. She will know at some point. You yeah, guys. Well, well, okay. So Lindsay Lohan, just former for, manager. Yeah, just for funsies, if you Google Cam- Candace Cameron Bure clapback. I mean, we got we got pages. Yes. Pages. And I know the audience, like for the, the person who just walked by and stopped to look at the window where in we're performing our show, mm-hmm. they're like, why do you have against that nice lady from the Hallmark Channel? She seems fine. This is a thing that mm-hmm. she engages so much so that it makes our eyes roll out of our head because we've seen it so many times before. It's just so predictable. And yeah. she pretends that she's not engaging in that kind of behavior. Yeah, also... Just look around you. People do this all the time for That's attention. It's true. true. Keep your eyes open. Mm-hmm. Use them. Yeah. I'm going to purposefully put her name with intention in today's podcast. Thank so you. that Thank you. her clapback metric gatherer will Thank come you. right to us. Yeah. Just let it go, man. We would like Adele you to be... Adele it. Although I would be curious to hear what she says. How would she clap awareness. back? Yeah. Of whether she knows she's doing this. There is actually an article about that. Oh. I, I just Googled it. Huh? When we come back, it's true. On the Colleen and Bradley show, what's your favorite brunch dish? If you're going to brunch, what are you eating? 651 641 1071.